and welcome everybody to Lunacy Podcast, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Connor. Connor Ennis, Tony Pervenanzi. Dave is still not available for this podcast. He is working hard in China, putting together whatever the heck he's putting together for this factory. And I really want to know what he's putting together. Well, because like, I've asked be over that, there for this much. I've asked him that before, and he tried to explain it to me, and my kind of like my head started like going. Uh, 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 I, I don't know what's going on, um, but uh, it is. If you're into that stuff, it is pretty interesting what he does. Uh, yeah. But uh, for me, it's like no, I'm not. No, nope. Yeah. But uh, he's working hard. I'm sure he's uh, you know late nights, early mornings, probably drinking a couple beers here and there. Uh, but uh, he'll be back. Hopefully, um, after this podcast today, Connor, we are off for at least a week um, mm-hmm. until the loons come back and play back on the 11th or next on the 11th of September. Yeah. Um, so we'll be off for at least a week. Dave might be available that podcast. He still technically, I think, will be in China. He yep. might be on his way back, so he might have some time to get on when he's doing his transfer back from Wuxi or wherever he's at. He's going to go back. Wuxi, I think. Wuxi, yeah. Yeah. He's got to go back through Shanghai and then come back to the United States. So he's got another trek to go here before he comes back. So um, let's talk about the weekend. Uh, Well, I'm having a long extended weekend because I'm off today and tomorrow. Nice. Uh, But uh, Yesterday, uh, we had your little diaper kegger at your house here yeah. in Robbinsdale, uh, yeah. Connor, and it was nice. It was um, a fun time. Yeah. Peep show, I met some of your friends. They were all nice guys. Yeah. Um, uh, met your dog, Henry. Henry, yeah. Like call the him, guy, the dog like who hates Chase Casper. Yep. I like yeah. to call him, I'm going to call him Henri. That's his new name. Henri. Henri. Hey, nice. That's nice. Yeah. He's a nice dog. I should have, yeah. you know what? I should have brought my dog too, because you got this fenced in area back there. They yeah. could like hung out and done their thing, and you know, Drake yeah. has been like, hey. Well, Henry, Henry is very partial to other dogs. I mean, he 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 wants to say hi, yeah. but then he just treat, then he just treats them like dirt. So that's fine. Yeah. Draco doesn't give a shit. He'll just like lay down somewhere, he'll lay in my lap, and he doesn't give a shit. He'd have nice. been like lap dog there. But uh, yeah, so you had uh, you had Coors Light, and then you had a uh, little uh, Fulton uh, Sweet Child of Vine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. two two eight gallon kegs of uh, one of each. Mm-hmm. Then there was some. We had some canned beer of a of an assortment as well. Some lights, some uh, some domestics, and mm-hmm. and some crafts. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we had some some burgers and brats, some chips, some cookies, and a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of other food. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We just uh, we just basically hung out the entire day. It was uh, it was very low key, low key party. Uh, but we had there were probably like 15 of us there or so yep. right around there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, it was cool to be back in Robbinsdale. I haven't been back to Robbinsdale for a while. Yeah. Um, drank some beer. Uh, I'm sure you got a lot of uh, diapers, which you probably needed. Mm-hmm. Now, did you get like a bunch of sizes? That's yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so <laughs> uh so we got a bunch of different sizes. Uh we yeah. asked for basically uh 0 to 3 years. Um mm-hmm. and uh so a couple of friends of ours, uh Jared and and Kyle, it was their first time uh buying diapers oh. and they one of them bought a 5-year diaper and the okay. other bought a 6-year diaper. Okay. So like okay, we will we will use those down the road, guys. That's awesome. That's- 
maybe you know yeah. hopefully you don't have to but right like, <laughs> i mean well, well um, i mean well i well i actually I, I might be a little bit mistaken on that one it's so like it's it's it, instead of a size five and size six i don't yeah, know if it's five years no it's not five years that's more of a like a, a sizing thing yeah. so it goes from like i think it goes from like n to like six so i think six is like the last years of diaper i don't know i haven't done these for a while i okay. you know when i stopped by and got them yesterday i did know where the diaper section was and i did know <laughs> what to look for as a father of two children myself i knew exactly what to look for i almost bought you some wipes too because you're gonna need wipes yeah uh, we'll go through those a lot yeah, we got a couple of wipes wipes down here too. There, I'm yep. actually sitting. You can't see it on my screen, but I'm sitting right next to the giant uh, pile of diapers here. There you go. Um, it lasts about a month. You know. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> don't uh, now. Don't go buy a diaper genie. Oh, we registered for one of those. Don't um, eh, really. They're not. I think we've already best. got one. Yeah, they're not the best. Now, let me tell you a little story. We had one uh, when Lauren was born. We we got one because we thought, oh, a diaper genie. This is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it really wasn't. I mean, really, what was wrong with it? Well, from what I remember of the whole thing, so you put the diaper. You have to buy these refills, right? These diaper genie refills, which okay. are really like just singular thing plastic bags. Okay, and what you do is you put the refill in there, and then when you put the diaper in the diaper genie, what it does is then it puts it into this little its own plastic bag and then does a little wrap so you get this like uh, long string of wrapped up diapers to pull out oh. of there, right? and we did it for a while and then after a while it was like you gotta buy the refills all the time that's cost you money you gotta do this you gotta do that you gotta do this by like month number two i think we had just totally nixed the diaper genie and we were just you know, wrapping them up in another plastic bag and throwing them in the garbage. I mean, okay, that's what we were doing. I mean, it it just yeah. didn't make sense to waste so much time on this diaper genie thing. You know, yeah, it was like, I hear you. Uh, so you could try it, try it out. Yeah, see if I, mean, it works I, for you. I think it's already in our baby's room right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously we haven't tried it yet. The baby's not mm -hmm. due for another month and a half, but mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, we'll, we'll see how it works. I don't know. Hmm, um, see if it works. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a good time yesterday, uh, except the wasps were out in uh, a couple of force. wasps were yeah. around there. Yeah. Those guys just kept trying to drink my beer. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. They stayed away from me for the most part. Yeah. So, and I can't do bees at all. They, I think I mentioned it last podcast cause we went out to, when we went out to Hutchinson for the family reunion and they were just swarming all over the place. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, uh, um, I mean, they stayed away from me. So like, I mean, I, they they weren't bothering me at all, but I hate them so much. They I just can't do them. Bastards hate yeah. those fuckers. Um, yeah. If I could have a superpower, it would be to eliminate the vicinity of all bees here. <laughs> the, the immediate vicinity. I understand the necessity for bees in the world, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I in the immediate vicinity, I would want yeah. them gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that going on yesterday. I took today and tomorrow off because I thought we were going to go to the state fair, uh, but I have been uh, rejected from going there uh, because uh, the mother-in-law and sister-in-law went to the Iowa state fair last weekend and then they came back and they're like, nah, we don't really want to go to the Minnesota state fair. Uh, so, and they're my people. What a downer. Yeah. You know? And so then I, you know, I was, my wife doesn't want to go because she's, you know, afraid of the COVID. I, I get it. I understand it. 
The numbers have been way down at the state fair, though. I mean, Damn. they're running at 60 to 70 percent of what they usually run at, which is Damn. crazy. So you should be able to spread out, you know, and do your thing. Uh, my buddy Johnny was out there on the first day and showed pictures and it was uh, it looked like it was pretty, uh, pretty slow out there uh, the Damn. first day. Um, but uh, I know Laura and I aren't going. We just, yeah, well, we, we just don't want to endanger the baby. Yeah. yeah, you got that. You got that going for you. Yeah. Um, I talked to, uh, David Sterling. I wanted him maybe to go out for one more time before he moves to Florida. He can't cause he's got stuff going on. Yeah. Totally fine. So now I think about it. I'm like, shit, if I don't know, everybody's going to like ditch out on me. I would have gone with my buddy Johnny last Thursday. I mean, right. Sakes, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I'm going to spend the next two days just freaking chilling. That's what I've been doing today and tomorrow. I'll just be doing absolutely nothing. Dude, I, I wish we had the same days off this week because I, I work today, I work tomorrow and Wednesday, but then I have Thursday uh, right. off for because Thursday off and then uh, Friday, mm-hmm. uh, Friday I'm going to end up taking off too because, uh, well, Friday is my, uh, is my sister-in-law's wedding, but, oh. um, but yeah, there's, uh, but if we'd had the same days off, like I would say, hey, let's, let's game it up, man. Let's yeah. do it, man. Yeah. Um. No, I, in a, you know what, and here's the thing you, you're always hindsight is always 2020. Right. Right. So I took these two, two days off like a month or two ago. I think I remember going to the state fair. I thought originally it was going to go on Monday and I took Tuesday off to kind of like rehab from Monday. Cause right. I'm older now. My legs hurt. My liver needs some time to relax after all that great beer. Um, but then I find this out and what I should have done really is I should have said, okay, I'm canceling on Monday and Tuesday. I'm going to take Thursday and Friday off and make it a five day labor day weekend oh yeah that's which a good is idea. what i should have done yeah uh, but then we have this thing at my work um we never take days off that my boss has off so and he's off thursday yeah. and friday so oh. i'd rather be at work those two days anyways than to yeah. be off when he's off so you know it all works out i only have a three yeah. day week this week so um trying to think what else did i do this week? i don't think i did anything i think I had your thing on sunday and saturday uh, we had well Friday night. We had a little barbecue over here at the house with the uh, nice mother mother in law sister in law. Everybody's over here for a good time, um, and it was uh, it was fantastic. Nice, um, you know. We only got a couple more weeks of that left, you know. It's, Damn. So that's the temperatures have dipped back down into the seventies now. Yeah, yeah, which is here's which another is great. Thing. It's but, great, Connor. But here's yeah. another problem. We got the state fair happening right now, right? And usually mm-hmm. at the state fair, we get like some we get some heat. You know, yeah. there's been some hot the last couple of years, been some hot weather. Yeah. And there then this, this year it's like perfect weather and we're in COVID uh, times. Uh, so people aren't going out because of COVID and then they had a lot of rain, you know, the weekend it, rain and stuff. So um, it, whatever. Right. Um, we are though drinking beer on this fine Monday night. Yes, um, we are. And you have a new one, a new, I brewery, do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a new um, brewery and I have a totally new beer uh, that I talked nice. about. Podcast, and it has to do with kind of has to do with the loons a little bit uh not like it's not like a loons beer or a minnesota united beer but it has to do with the loons in general okay very so, cool uh, why, don't you, why don't you start it up connor tell me what you got all right well today uh well in my travels as a courier over the last uh week or so i found myself in new prague minnesota and um they have a brewery down there i'm not sure uh how long they've been around down there but uh, they're called Giesenbrau Beer Company. Um, Giesenbrau. Giesenbrau. Oh, uh, it's it's spelled very German. Oh. Um, Johnny would love it. He, sure he, he would. would. 
Yeah. And they're in New Prague, Minnesota. And I got their 30, 31 hour pale ale, which is 5.2% ABV. And it's, it's a good kind of, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an IPA you feel like you can drink a lot of. It's good, good hops, a good kind of bitterness to it. Um, very, very, dry. I think the, the part, the part that I like most about it is, is the dryness though. It's, it's very dry. So, um, it's, it's not smooth, but it goes down smooth. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, it. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun little tap room down there. It's I, I, again, I don't know how long they've been, been down there, but, uh, they, uh, I met the bartender. They were, he was very, very nice. He got me a few crawlers and, nice. and yeah, so I've, I've got some to go around. So how close is it to uh, like, I would say like um, uh, Mystic Lake? The Mystic Lake, that one is uh, from there, probably about 20-ish minutes. Okay. Probably right, so right around there. close to Mystic. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I think yeah. you can go directly north from there, actually, and you'll run okay. into Mystic on, on, on 13. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. Not as close as I think, is it uh, Beaver? Is it Beaver Hill? Badger Hill. Badger Hill. Badger Hill. Bad, is Badger very, Hill's right in Shakopee. Right so. there. Yeah. Badger Hill's like right up the road, I think, from Mystic Lake. So, mm-hmm. which is amazing because I've never been to Badger Hill before and I've been to Mystic Lake like freaking numerous times. I'm just yeah. like, I should just stop in there. I just, so. I drive past Badger Hill a lot and I think I've only been in there once. But, uh, but yeah, there, I mean, everybody knows their trader IPA. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a good one. Maybe one of those deals too with Badger Hill is like you see them in the liquor stores all the time. Yeah. So you're like, do I need to stop at their brewery? I can pick up at their liquor store whenever I want to, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, good. That's a new brewery. Glad to hear. It's not too far out of the metro area. I mean, it's technically in the metro area, but uh, new Prague's in the metro area. Technically it is. I think Scott. Is it that far? Huh? Scott County. Yeah. Scott County. Really? Yes. It's Scott Hennepin, Anoka, Ramsey, Ramsey, Dakota. That's the five county metro area, but actually there's seven counties. So I think is there like Washington, Washington County and, and Carver Carver are technically yeah. metro uh, yeah. Wright County is technically not metro, even though I would say it is the freaking metro area. I was going to say, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a closer drive, at least from where I am to Watsego than it is to, uh, yeah. uh, to New Prague. So yeah, yeah I, I would have counted Otsego as the Metro, I think if, if New Prague is considered the Metro, but it's yeah. funny. It's like Rogers is in Hennepin County technically and Otsego is in Wright County. And we're like right. five miles up the road from, from Rogers. So, right. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, great. New brewery. What's your what's your new one? Hey, it's well, it's not a new brewery. It's Omni, which is you know one of our favorites on this show because yep, yeah, we love Omni. There. We did our first pod, uh, podcast of brewery at Omni. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I have. It's good to be the king, and this is a farmhouse ale, but it is a Finnish farmhouse ale. It's a sati. Is, uh, okay, I see. I see what your connection is there. Yes, no. it's uh, okay. it's a Robin Lud type of beer. Yeah, uh, it uh, Sati is S A H T I. Uh, it is uh, tastes like juniper, smoke, rye, peanut, and citrus. Now that's quite thing, a mouthful. This thing it has a little bit of a bready taste to it. Okay, even though it's, it's very, not a it's not a wheat beer though. No, it's though. not a wheat beer. But yeah. it's like this banana type of yeah. Maybe it's the peanut and the citrus. I I can't really put my my finger on it, but it's got a sweet taste to it. 
I was gonna say it. I'm looking at it on the on your camera right now, and it's uh, yeah. it, it looks it looks like it's uh, got a little bit of a fruity yes. uh, taste to it. There, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. really good. Um, it is uh, ten point one percent. Ooh, so it'll <laughs> kick your ass. It'll kick your ass, but you don't. Yeah. And the thing is, too, but you don't taste the alcohol in it. Like I've so had, it'll kick your ass even more. Yeah, I've had ten point ones or higher before, even like eights and nines where you taste the alcohol when you're drinking it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, is it this thing 10.1, you, you don't taste any alcohol in this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, but it's a farmhouse ale. I know uh, Belgium is known for their farmhouse sales. I've had a lot of Belgian farmhouse sales before. Um, this is something totally different. This is a style that Finland does its own. Um, reading about the Satis in Finland. It's an old way of brewing beer. Um from the articles I read, not a lot of brewers in Finland even do it anymore. Um, but okay. of course, this wow. is a new, you know, brewers around here are always looking for new things to try. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm part finished. So there you go. Drink. There this. you go. Very nice. I'm going to have to get a growl or a crowler or a growler for Robin Lud and send it down to the uh, yeah. locker room there. But uh, salute to the ancestry mm-hmm. there. Yeah. There you go. So we have a game to talk about today connor yeah it's a game that happened on saturday night uh it was against uh houston sorry houston Houston dynamo yep before we get into the game let's talk about what happened this week because we went in this game knowing we're going to be down a couple players right holy shit when the injury report came out let's i'm gonna read it off here Mm -hmm. fragapane out nico hansen out robin lude out Justin McMaster, out. Jan Grigas, out. Emmanuel Reynoso, out. Joseph Rosales, out. Questionable Juan Aguadela. Yep. Uh, that's a lot of dudes that are out, especially in our front four and our midfield. A lot of very important guys yes. that are out. Yeah. Now, we had heard that um, Reynoso was not going to play in the All-Star game, even though he was okay. chosen to go to the All-Star game because he was a little dinged up. That's right. And I... I, I like that decision. I like the fact that he was not going to play. I didn't need him out there doing some all-star game against uh, team Mexico and getting injured, you know? Right. Yeah. But then I heard after that, it was like, well, I don't, we don't think he's going to play against Houston either. We want him to rest up. I'm like, well, holy shit. That's that, that, that's not good. That's, yeah. I, mean, I want him to rest up, but we're missing so many guys here that uh, we just need people on the damn pitch. Yeah, we do. Um, I think uh, our our active player list uh, ended up being what thirteen players when we when we yes. walked in, and that included three. I think it was was it three goalies or two goalies? It might be two goalies. Yeah, it was two goalies so, or something like that. But it was. I think not... it was. Uh, on, we had Miller, of course, and then I think Zendejas yeah. was our uh, was our our backup goalkeeper. Yes. There. Yeah. But uh, it was not. I, there were some people on Twitter saying that uh, that. Uh, Fred Emmings was going to play a little forward. I mean, seriously, it was, it was, it was that bad. People oh, were like wow. concerned that he was actually going to play out on the pitch and not be in goal, that he was going to be like a backup forward. That which, I didn't know. <laughs> which, which could have been the case. I think he was, uh, let's see here. He was not on the bench though. So he was not, no. So we, we ended Dane, up having more Dane, than that, but we had three goalkeepers though. Yeah. Dane and uh, Zendejas were on the yeah. bench. So yep. I heard some rumblings about Fred Emmings, but uh, 
didn't come to fruition. So, um, so that made us go out and sign a guy. Connor, you want to talk about who we picked up? Yeah. Uh, for those of you who've been watching, following the MLS for the past few years, his name is Fernando Adi. And uh, he's been, he was quite the, he was quite the, the goal scorer when he played for the Portland Timbers a few years ago. He, in his four years with the Portland Timbers, he scored 50 goals. And I think he has a total of 55 in the, in the league uh, um, in his entire MLS career. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's kind of a, a the big strike, uh, kind of a big guy. Like I think he's six, four uh, he's, and he's got a, um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of experience in the MLS. So I thought, I thought it was a good signing. It was, uh, um, it was unexpected for sure. It kind of came out of nowhere, but, yes. um, but yeah, I, I liked it. He was, uh, he's been a dangerous guy in the past. So one can only hope that he continues that trend with Minnesota. Well, you had to go out and find somebody who had played in the MLS. Yep. And had, you know, was, was match fit because you can't find anybody that's not match fit when you have yep. you know, these many, this many guys here. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good signing. What I like to say, and I put this on Twitter, I said, yeah, it's, it's a warm body signing and whatever we get out of him is just a bonus really. Yeah. Um, because my expectation is when the, uh, when the uh, break is done, most of these guys, I think will be back. Uh, I sure hope so. And I, I do, I do too. I would have yeah. to believe that Fragapane is going to be back and yeah. Robin Lud should be back and Emmanuel Reynoso should be back. Right. Um, so, you know, most of those guys should be back. If uh, Adi is, ends up as a starter here because we don't, the guys aren't back, then we're in trouble. I mean, that's, that's the way I look at it. So, right. Um, so we go into this game down a bunch of dudes, new player on the, in the pitch. Oh, and uh, we did uh, bring back, who did we bring back? Uh, oh, uh, it was, it's um, Kim Benguchi. Kim Benguchi. Yeah. Yeah. We brought him back from his time in the lower leagues because we needed mm-hmm. more players. Uh, so he came back up. Uh, yeah. So, you kind of go into this game, Connor, thinking uh, what else could possibly go fucking wrong for this damn team? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're stumbling into the break here. We come off of two, two draws that we should have probably won. Yep. And we need Both to win them. this game and we're, we're stumbling in. And then we come into this game. And it's like, everybody's fucking injured. Uh, what else? I mean, I mean, it's on fire. Things are on fire here. Uh, it's burning, you know? It, yeah. What could go wrong? Every, the, the, it's a, it's a broken ship. That's barely staying afloat. Basically. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, so going to this game and of course we go with our old friend, the four, three, three, uh, mm-hmm. MLS.com calls it a four, two, three, one. It was not a four, two, three, one. It was a four, three, three. Yeah. Uh, it was Sonny Dotson, Adrian Anu and, uh, Finley, Ethan up front. Finley up front. And Corey Hayes trap and Alonzo in the middle and our back line of Gasper, Kelman, Boxel, and Roma Metnir. Uh, with the back line, DeBossi was out because he did have yellow card accumulation uh, for this game. So Kelman had to take his place. Another yet another guy that we didn't have on this team because DeBossi was out on yellow card accumulation. So you see this lineup, Connor. I mean, what are you thinking when you see this lineup before during pregame? I was thinking, uh, well, first of all, I had looked at who we were playing against, which is Houston and Houston is, uh, was, uh, was, and still is the, the bottom team in the West 
they were they were win they were winless in the last fourteen. So they were if if we're if we are barely a float ship, they are a sunken ship. They are really bad. So I thought with the talent that we did have, our team was still good enough to go in there and get that when we were playing away at BBVA Compass Stadium. Uh, but uh, or is it still is it called BBVA Stadium now? One, uh, one of those two. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I thought with the talent that we did have, we did have the potential to get the win uh, in Houston. Um, did I think it was a sure thing? Absolutely not. No. I because I, we hadn't been playing as well as we should have lately. Uh, and I know we've played against some good teams, but we but we've also played against some bad teams and haven't capitalized on. Uh, the depth and talent there. So, or the, the difference in talents, excuse me. And uh, so I felt to sum up, I wasn't sure. Yes. I, I didn't, I, we could, we could have won, but we also could have shit the bed. So, um, True that. by the way, um, uh, I know my, by the way, I know my, my, my stepmom, Jan usually listens to this podcast and uh, I, I apologize for the S-bomb there, Jan. I know you don't like oh, it when I swear. <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> Just like when I say the F word either. I say but, the F word a lot. Uh, she, uh, she doesn't She doesn't like swearing, but it's no. it's okay. You know? <laughs> uh, we'll bleep it out for you. Uh, so let me foreshadow this for you, Connor. If there was one game this season where we needed Adrian Anu to make his debut and show us what he can do, mm-hmm. this was the game. Yes. Okay? This was... This is the game we needed him to be Adrian Anu, the guy who's going to score goals. I'm going to foreshadow, I'm foreshadowing here because this is this is this is it. Yep. Um, right off the bat, Connor. Right off the bat, kickoff. What was it like? 45 seconds in. The I match? think it was like 45 or 50 seconds. Yep. Uh, Houston scores a damn goal. Adalberto Carasquia is yeah. his name there, and yeah. Uh, a first-minute goal, guys. Yeah. Come on. No. Ozzy was pissed. Ozzy yeah. was pissed about this goal because it was obviously some communication issues on the back line. Uh, guys were tracking back, didn't know who they were supposed to be picking up, and, uh, yeah. and they scored a goal right away. Well, and the thing is, too, with uh, with the lineup, you saw Ja'Cory Hayes, who I think had played like one minute in the past, like six games yeah. uh, for Minnesota. So he was not used to being in the first squad. Nope. Uh, but of course, the uh, the lack of depth in the team called for Hayes to make the start. And <clears throat> uh, so this is a side that has not played uh, has has not played as a team yet. Mm-hmm. So lots of confusion. Um, and yeah, you can, you can definitely see why Ozzy is pissed because you, I mean, it's, you let a, you let a goal in, in the first minutes, it, you're like, oh God, we're gonna, we're gonna suck today. Aren't we? That's, that's the very, I was already, uh, closing my eyes. Uh, Draco had turned his back to the TV at that point. He was not happy. He knew he was was not amused. He was not amused. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to do the test really quick. Uh, Hey Henry, what did you think of Chase Gasper? What? Henry? No, Henry's, Henry's, Henry's okay not listening. He's, he's not. Look. He's not listening. He's not listening uh, to it anymore. He's uh, I think he's sleeping. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Didn't hear the Chase Gasper alert. No. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was bad. Okay, and it, it, you, we're already on fire here. We're already like we're missing guys. The, the things are disconjointed, and, and 
whatever. And then we come out and lay, lay an egg in the first 45 seconds. This is already turning out to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is just what we didn't need. This is, uh, you had the feeling that we were going to go that from here, we were going to go into the break, just like our hitting rock bottom. And then some, yep. I would say not only having not capitalized on wins that we should have won against sporting Kansas city and against San Jose, but also, uh, the feeling that we might lose to the bottom team in the West right before the break was mm-hmm. just a, a it put a pit in your stomach it was, yeah. it was horrible uh so but of course it was still the first minute so mm-hmm. you uh you can you can only have hope at that point well you can only uh, go up from there i was already yeah. you know, funny thing is connor after that first goal by houston i was already planning out what i was going to name our next this podcast that we're doing right now yeah. i was going to name it slip sliding away that's what I was going to name. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I was going to do a little, you know, song reference there. Uh, But uh, no, I, you know, that's what it was. We did have some chances Uh, in the first 15 minutes. I I think Ozzy had a chance. Uh, We had, uh, I think, uh, Asani Dotson had a chance there. So we were, we were actually doing some things that were, were good, uh, Mm -hmm. which is surprising to me because I thought after that first goal, we were just going to go, we're done. All right, we're out. Right. Yeah. Um, we're on break now. Let's just get our bags packed and go on vacation. Go on vacation, rest for the next couple of weeks and come back revig- reinvigorated. That's right. Yeah. But like I said, I foreshadowed this, a guy by the name of yes, Adrian Anu, who it's funny because the dummy run podcast, uh, naming a podcast on this, uh, on our podcast, those guys have been all over Adrian Anu. They, they, they love the guy. They think they're, they're going to pretty much, this is their guy and he's going to come through at some point. And this, they must've loved this damn game because yeah, this was the through. Adrian, a new game. This is the yep. Adrian, a new game. And uh, a lot like Robin Lud, <clears throat> when Robin Lud had so many games when he first started here, that were not great games. Uh, Adrian, a new showed in the fifth, 16th minute that he could uh, score goals for this dang team. And uh, let's walk through what happened with that. Now it was a free kick. By Will Trap. Yep. And uh, so normally on free kicks, who's taking free kicks for us, Connor? It's uh, Ray. Ray. So now we got Will yeah. Trap out there. So already you're kind of a little bit, mm, can can Will put it in the same places that uh, Reynoso can put it? Well, you rarely um, see Will Trap take a free kick. So you're just like, oh boy, what's, uh, yeah. is he even a good free kick taker? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, you, it's uh, if if he's the the guy to back up Reynoso as a free kick taker, then hopefully that's some good instincts on Adrian Heath's parts in uh, in the play role that he makes that he that he plays. But uh, but it does a little. It, it here's the thing: he gets it right in the middle. Will Trap puts it up right in the middle where everybody's mm-hmm. kind of congealed there. It pings off uh, somebody. I don't even know who it pinged off of. Uh, it was a I think it was a Houston defender actually. Yep. It pings um, off. Houston defender gets to the left. Uh, Finlay is over there. Finley does a nice little pass over to Adrian Anu and Adrian puts in the back of the net. Yeah. Um, game over. And I, I love that. I love the goal too, because it's uh, it's the kind of goal that you would hope that to see from Adrian Anu and the, yep. the goal that you would hope to see from any Minnesota striker too, because uh, we've been looking for, I mean, we've mentioned it a lot on this podcast, but we've been looking for a poaching, a poacher type striker mm-hmm. for a long time. And Adrian Anu, we thought could be that guy. And he's finally showing, uh, showing symptoms of the poacher uh, role on the team. Yep. So hopefully this is the beginning of something great for Adrian Anu. Um, so 
I mean, I love I I loved that goal because it was just what you wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and props to Ethan Finley for uh, putting it out there for him. Great uh, awareness by Ethan Finley. Great awareness. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Finley's in the right place at the right time. Gets it across. Bingo bongo. Anu is uh, is on the score sheet. And sixteenth uh, yep. minute, we're tied one to one, which is which is great. We're we're starting to kind of make a comeback here. Um, we then Houston comes on a little bit of a run there after that goal. They had a couple of shot attempts. I wasn't, I don't know about you, Connor. I, I, I was never confident in this game. I mean, the whole game, I wasn't confident in, in us keeping the goal out of the back of our net. I just, right. Houston kept bringing things in, bringing things in. And again, we're low on guys. Uh, we have a weird, we have a formation of a four, three, three. We don't usually play a four, three, three, right. Our midfield's kind of a little bit discombobulated. It, it, we knew this was going to be a problem. Right. Um, so for a long time there, I, I thought Houston was going to go ahead. I, I mean, uh, they hit the post on one. Uh, yep. Uh, about 20 minutes later, but you saw it right away from Houston too, is that maybe not even, uh, not even a minute later after, um, after we scored our goal, uh, you had you saw Karis, another attempt from Karaskia again um, mm-hmm. on the other side, and the, the Houston's attacking. They're uh, they're outnumbering our defense because I, I don't know I, I don't know what happened to put our defense in that position. But Ch- you see, Chase Gasper Chase Gasper was very much out of position. Anything, Henry? Henry? No, nothing. Henry? No. Okay. Okay. No, no, all right. All right. Um, we, <clears throat> we got to, so we're outnumbered, and then Karaskia. Thankfully, because uh, if you look at the replay on this uh, in this at minutes 18, I think it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you look at the replay, you you see that there is a guy out wide uh, to the right of Karaskia and he could have totally played him into space. But oh. instead, he decides to take the shot and it's not far off, but it's it ends up missing the post. So I think we were fortunate that there was no there wasn't the extra pass on that play. Uh, but it's uh, it was a sign of things to come from Houston because he, they had plenty of opportunities in the in the first half as well. They did. They did, Connor. And uh, a 30 second minute post hit that could have been a that could have been a goal right there. Uh, uh, Fafa Pico. That, that was Fafa, Fafa Pico. Pico. Yep. Um, Fafa Pico has been ever since Pico was with uh, the, the, uh, the Fury, the Philadelphia Union. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia Fury is a very old team. Mm-hmm. Uh with the Philadelphia Union, he's always been a pest for Minnesota Minnesota United, no matter what uh, uh, the team he plays for. So he was I've always Saturday. been scared of him. He was on Saturday it too. Yeah, Saturday. he he was uh, he he pressed us pretty well. So mm-hmm. I've always been afraid of him. But uh, but yeah, he's uh, uh, he did not show well. He did not show that he could score against us this yeah. time, which is I don't know if it's a first or not, but. Well, he hit the post yeah. on that one, and then right away we came back, and Adrian Anu tried to make it a, a brace for himself. At that point, mm-hmm. he missed the left-footed shot. And I remember that shot because that was that was a good shot. He was a little bit off on it, but if he had hit it correctly, he would have scored a goal on that. Um, yeah, he was he was good. He was outside the box, but he put he put some uh, put some gas on the back of that. Yeah, um, he he put his boot into it for sure. And then right away, I mean, Houston comes back, and within like a three minute period, they had like three attempted shots. It was like nonstop. They were like Damn. in our end, in our end, in our end. And I'm going, holy shit! They're just putting it on, putting it on, putting it on. And finally, the half ends, and I'm going, holy we shit! Made, we made it out of the half, but we barely, barely. Yeah. I mean, and, and you got to think that at halftime, um, Adrian Heath went to the team and said, look, 
we're 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 tied up. It's one to one. I'm yeah. if this is any team's game here. Let's let's get going here. Let's figure out something. I mean, we got to figure something out. We got to score a goal here and then hold off. We we cannot lose this team. We can't even we can't even have a draw with this team. A draw oh, against yeah. Houston would be just terrible going into break. It would just be and, bad. And even in in uh, Houston Stadium as well, Houston is the, the way Houston have been playing lately. Uh, anything less than a win is not an option no. against. I mean, you're you're 100 right, Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything less than a win against Houston is not an option for for the game for the team. I mean, I, I just kept thinking about it, and, and you mentioned it last. Uh, you mentioned it last week, Tony, that this was a trap game, yep. and. Yep. Uh, I just kept thinking about it. they've been winless in their last 14. Like, are we going to be the team that they finally beat? Because no, in, in Minnesota fashion, it very well could have been. But uh, well, that, but that was, fear was always with me. But it was there for him, Connor. I mean, oh, yeah, all, 100%. all the injuries, injuries we had, uh, I mean, our, our formations, everything is just up in the air. We're just trying to get into the break with something. Houston could have totally dominated this game if they really wanted it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they didn't um, want it, but didn't have the talent to do it news but, uh news just in actually here so, um uh today the houston dynamo parted ways with their gm oh whoops it is looks like yeah. they fired their gm yep sorry bye-bye yeah yeah when can't win a game and how many games and they're, they're, that's what happens yep you know this isn't this isn't the the apple uh, tv show ted lasso where you can like be you know crappy and still keep your job this is still the mls keep, yep yeah this is the MLS where right. it's uh, you can be less crappy and keep mm-hmm. your job. Yeah. Speaking of Ted Lasso, we'll talk about this after the break. Uh, where Connor and I got something for free. Hopefully, we'll get it. Uh, we'll talk about it after the break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. In the second half, it was kind of a you know back and forth sec first part of the second half, but then in the 59th minute, our new player Adi comes in for Jacory Hayes. Yep. Um, so what they and the formation they were playing at that point was, I think, more of a Adi was kind of the up top striker, and Anu was kind of the. the they put Anu back striker. in. Well, they put Anu kind of back into Reyes' position. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I saw. He was yeah. Ray. He went into the number ten, sure. and uh, yeah, Adi played the number nine, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good move. I yeah. thought uh, Adi would make a better number nine than uh, than. Uh, well, not not a better number nine per se. I guess I should I, I guess I should rephrase that. Um, but Adi, I think, can is kind of an Angelo Rodriguez esque. Uh, oh, don't player. say that. Don't say uh, that. <laughs> well, he he's got he's got he's a big guy. You know, he can yeah. he can he can hold up play, and uh, he's he's also um, he's he's got some good vision on the field too, which we'll we'll go into in a minute on this on yeah. the next one, but. Uh, um, yeah, I Adi up top, um, a new one in the number ten position. I it, it seemed to work at least for against Houston. We'll see if they try it again. Yeah, so um, he comes up in up top, um, and we we knew Anu was a good passer uh, from what we've seen from his highlights. He's he's actually a really good passer. Um, yeah. So it's interesting to see what he would do there. Um, Adrian Anu again, uh, 70th minute, uh, another, another attempt from outside the box saved. Uh, so he's, he's trying, uh, yeah. Chase Gasper with a, with a miss 
on a header in the center. So we were getting our getting our chances, getting our chances. But then the 74th minute, I didn't yeah. say I didn't say Gasper. I didn't say it either, Henry. Henri, I did not say it. I didn't say yeah. it. Didn't say oh, actually I did. I said Chase Gasper. I did. did you? I, said, I said attempted oh. header by Chase Gasper. He heard Oh yeah. See? See? Well, he, he ran out of the room. Yeah, well, he, maybe he's awake now. Yeah. He, he's awake now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then we get the 70 73rd minute and we get Adrian Anu. It's the Adrian Anu show. Yeah. Um, down in Houston. And uh, let me just say this. We knew, like I said, I foreshadowed this. This had to be the game he came out because we needed him. And guess what he did? He came out and he he showed that he could he could score goals on this team when he gets yep. the opportunities. And, gets himself uh, his first uh, his first brace in, uh, first brace. in a Minnesota shirt. And uh, I, I just say it, it's it was a great. Who was it on that one? It was uh, so it was a. It was a back heel by Adi, um, and uh, you know it's a, it's a good pass up the up up the field. I think it was a, a f- Finley. Was it a free kick? I think it might have been. Yeah. Um, so Adi uh, back heels it back into Finley, and Finley passes it over. Passes it over, and yeah. Uh, again, it's just a, a one touch, one goal. Um, yeah. Situation from Adrian Anu. So uh, so that that was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. So we get the second goal. We're up two to one. And mm-hmm. now things are feeling a little bit better. But of course, being up a goal, even in the seventh third minute down in Houston, that's it's still dangerous. Uh Retalia comes in for a new at the 79th minute. So now yeah. we're obviously going defensive at this point. I think Adrian Heath is going, okay, we need to like park the bus, really. I this is uh, we gotta come out of here with a win. Yeah. Uh Houston brings in Memo Memo Rodriguez. That's mm-hmm trouble at Joe Corona comes in. Yep. And uh, they have a couple more attempts here and there. I, they put some pressure on. Uh, It always makes me nervous whenever we go defensive. I've I've mentioned this in the podcast, but I mean, I I understand that this is, if if you want to go to defensive, this is the time, but it always makes me nervous. You you know, Connor, you almost have to, I mean, you have, you have nobody else in terms of, of attacking that you can put in there to even do anything. Yeah, that's I mean, very true. You got we got Wea. He's sitting out there. Obviously, Heath doesn't trust Wea to come in. No, not yet to be a striker or, or a winger or anything like that. So you got to do what you got to do. And it, look, it turned out well. We we end up with the win, two to one in Houston. Yep. Uh, I don't think was it uh, we it was we the win off in Houston. I don't know. That's that's the first win in Houston. Oh, it's the first win here. So we yeah. win in Houston. There you go. We've I think we've tied there a couple. Of, well, no, it's it's the first win in MLS play. We've beaten okay. Houston in Houston in the US Open Cup mm-hmm. before. Uh but um but the first win in MLS play. But we I think we've we've tied them a couple times in Houston, but never won. Sure. Yeah. We tap out of this game with two to one. We're going to the break. We're on kind of a well we're on a non-losing streak of, of, of you know we got two ties and a, mm. we're on a kind of a streak it is what uh, it is but it, it puts us in a better position uh so how can i put this was i happy that we won yes am i just a little bit relieved that we won absolutely this was one of those games where at the end of the game I wasn't like excited that we won. I was yeah. relieved that we won. I, I was, I was just like, huh, like way off my shoulder type of thing. Yeah, I agree. 
that we don't have to go into this podcast today talking about how they've been so shitty in the last three games and are going to the break like a team that's got a broken wheel, you know? Right. Yeah. Instead, it's like they instead it's like they've repaired that wheel, but they still have to get to their destination. Basically. Yes, yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Yeah. So before we get into the break here, Connor, let's just talk about where we sit in the standings because uh, yeah, everybody's on break. It's two week break for uh, is it is it's for the World Cup qualifiers, right? It's a World Cup qualifying break, is it not? It is. Yes, okay. uh, I think uh, the U.S. has three three games during this break okay. between All now right. and September eleventh. So as it stands, we sit still in fifth place, um, 31 points. Yeah. Uh, LA Galaxy is sitting at 36. They're right above us. We do have uh, a game in hand, though, against hand. with right. LA Galaxy. So we yep. could push that deficit in yep. points to two, Yep. And which guess, is better than I thought it could be. But guess what? We got our goal differential back to zero. We did that again. Can, yeah. you, can you make it positive after the break? Yeah. I hope so. I hope yeah. So. Um, but again, we got Portland sniffing at us. We got uh, RSL sniffing. We got Vancouver sniffing. Uh, it's the same thing. San Jose is still there. Dallas is still there. LAFC is sitting there. I, it, it is ridiculous how bunched up this last, these last, um, three playoff spots are going to be. Yeah. Um, we, the good, the good news is nobody has games in hand over us right now. Yeah. Um, so they can't exactly catch up on an extra game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have at least that kind of four point cushion over, mm-hmm. over Portland right now. So there's yeah. a little bit of comfortability. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to get too comfortable, obviously, but no. um, there's, there's a, a tiny little lifeline in there right now. So, it yeah. So it's uh it, it could be a lot worse for sure. Yeah, it could be, we could yeah. be in the, uh, we could be in the Eastern conference and be sitting in uh sixth place uh, because it'd be worse than that. Now 31, I think 31. Yeah. Oh no, it, no, it wouldn't. It would be, it would be six. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth place. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, right by Mason toy in Montreal. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Um, My, my, my whole uh, prognication uh, from Last week still stands. Um, I think we we sit here in fifth or sixth place. This is where we're going to be. Um, it's going to be a battle. I don't think we're going to get in the fourth place. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we come out of the break, Connor, and who do we get first? It's Seattle. Yeah, exactly right. In, in Seattle. Seattle. And we know that's going to be a struggle. Yeah. And if we don't have all of our players back, if we're missing – if Fragapane is still out, that's a problem because we know it's going to happen. Uh, we're going to get Dotson up top where he shouldn't be. Um, if Lud is still out, that's a problem. Uh, you know, if Renoso is still dinged, that's a major problem. Um, yeah. So going in this break hopefully helps us get better, uh, better fitness, better injuries healed. Everybody gets back. And my big hope is that two days before this game or a day before this game, I see the injury report and there's like one or two guys on there who are questionable. Right. That's it. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see anybody out. I want to see everybody available. I agree. Um, so when we come back from the break, let's talk a little Minnesota history. We'll talk about the Ted Lasso thing that I brought up that me and yes. Connor have, uh, have, have gotten potentially getting some things from Ted Lasso. Uh, do a Minnesota history. Uh, well, and I, potentially a funny story. I think I have one 
funny story that we can talk about. So we're back in just one minute. Very nice. And we're back. It's a long break. Yeah. He took Henri out to uh, go to the bathroom. He heard Gasper too much, so he's probably excited. Yeah, it, it gave him gas. Well, yeah. It gives a lot of people gas, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we get to the break, we we're talking about uh, uh, Ted Lasso, which is a show on Apple. I'm sure most of our listeners have watched it. Um, mm-hmm. It's getting a little bit of pub now. Um, the first season was great. Second season came out and people are giving it, uh, the critics are giving it a lot of shit right now because they're saying it's too nice, which Mm. is, uh, I've read a couple articles about it and I will say this. Yes. Ted Lasso is a nice show. It's funny, but is, it is nice. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. We don't have to have in our sitcoms. We don't have to have, uh, struggles, right? We can go back. Yeah, we, to- we don't have to have a head coach who falls down a, a no. road of cocaine addiction or something no. like that. You know, we don't like we don't have to do uh, 20, 2020s type of, uh, you know, crazy shit going on. We can have sitcoms from the, the late 80s, early 90s where good things happened. Right. Can, can we do that? Can we go back to that? Absolutely. It was a good time. Full House, Family Matters, you know, do the Urkel. Yeah. We can have that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so, but anyways, long story short, uh, but was, was like two weeks ago, Connor, it was 10 um, days ago, 10 days ago. Yeah. I used to belong to loot crate. I don't know if anybody's heard of this. So loot crate is a thing that they send you out these crates of loot, pretty much loot crate, uh, yeah, crate much. of memorabilia, uh, every month for a certain fee for 20, 25 bucks. Uh, people heard the crates are around it. You get it for anything. Um, but I signed up for it years ago and I did it for a couple months and I canceled it, whatever. I still get the emails. So I got an email like 10 days ago saying, Hey, Ted Lasso loot crate for free. And I was like, this can't be possible. So I went on to the loot crate thing. And it's like, yeah, free loot crate to a certain amount of people. They didn't say how many people first come first serve, sign up. It's free, free shipping, whatever. And you get a, uh, AF, what is it? AFC, um, Richmond, right? AFC Richmond, yes. You get an AFC Richmond jersey. You get an AFC Richmond uh, visor. Uh, you get an AFC Richmond scarf, yep. and you get a believe uh, sign. Which, if you uh, which if you watch the show, you'll know that sign all too well. Yes. Yeah. So I signed up and went through. It took me a little while to get through. I told Connor and some other people about it. Connor went and got his. Um, has not come yet though. No. Which. I guess Tom Connor earlier um, that might be okay because they're trying to put everything together might be bad because they might've gone over the amount of people they thought were going to sign up for it. And we might be out of luck, but we'll see if we get it. Let you guys know that we got it. I'll be wearing my visor all the freaking time. Cause I, you know, I used to have a visor a long time ago and I'm, I kind of want to get back in the visor a little bit, but in the scarf, of course would be great. But uh yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we get it. Yeah, now, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, how often do you get a get that kind of stuff in for free? You, you know, know, you know. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I think I'm with you, Tony. I'm gonna wear the hell out of that visor if it still if it comes. You know, I think worth, that'll be. 
I'll wear the jersey around. And people yeah. are like, who's AFC Richmond? I'll be like, that's a team. Yeah. The Lasso's team. Um, Fun fact, bit- actually. Um, when I lived in London, uh, I used to go to Richmond a lot when yeah. I was there. I yeah. used to, in order to go to school, I would have to go uh, through Richmond on the way mm-hmm. to on the way to school. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little area. Yeah, and it's it's a nice show. Let me tell you, yeah. it's a nice show. I look forward to watching it every Friday. Um, it is, uh, it, it, it's crazy that they created a show based off of a commercial from numerous years ago, uh, but it works, right? I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's nice. It's, it's good to watch something that's actually like wholesome, right, Connor? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. You watch all this shit, the news and the, Afghanistan and the COVID and the and it's just nice to watch something that's like, yeah. If the world is if the world is frightening you right now, and you know who wouldn't be frightened? It's uh, just just take like a like a half hour off or so, and Mm -hmm. uh, and this show is a nice, funny, feel good show about uh, about the story of the story of kind of an underdog actually. Yeah. Um. Who doesn't love a story about an underdog? Love it. I'm I'm still only about uh, I think I'm still only about halfway through the first season, maybe a little more than half. Uh, no. So don't give anything away. But um, no. but yeah, I, I think uh, they just recalled what's his name's loan um, uh, to Manchester City, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his name? My tart. Yes. Yeah. Tart. I, I just got done with that one. Yeah. Um, it's it, again, it's got some great, uh, great uh, references to. Uh, old school stuff that everybody, I mean, some people understand, some people won't like my Fletch reference that probably a lot of you have never seen the movie Fletch, mm-hmm. uh, but I've seen Fletch numerous times, Fletch and Fletch lives. Fletch lives was not as good as the original Fletch, but it's Chevy Chase in the eighties in his prime. It's great. So off Ted Lasso on to some Minnesota soccer history with Connor. Yeah, I have I have a, a little bit of history. I I couldn't um, I unfortunately didn't have time to update the calendar uh, for this week, so I only have some old history stats. Um, which uh, okay, um, we're going to August. Well, today is August thirtieth, so we're going to move back to. Uh, we'll do we'll, we'll move back to August twenty third, which I think uh, was the day after we did the last one. So um, August twenty third, two thousand fourteen. United draw at the New York Cosmos 1-1. Nice. So yeah, over there. Uh, August 24th, 1980. The Kicks lose at the Washington Diplomats 3-2. So again, Diplomats works. And we talk about this now because the Washington uh, football team is changing their name to something. Yeah. I mean, it's American football, sorry. Right. So diplomats, I think, is one of the names they might change it to, and the Washington diplomats might be their name. They're actually going to do that. Okay, very Potent- cool. Potentially, now they might just stay stay the Washington football team, which kind of plays on the soccer thing. You know, I don't know why you say Washington football team, but whatever. Right. You know, diplomats would be a cool name. You could have like jerseys with like um, famous diplomats on it. I don't know. You know? Well, I don't. I, yeah, but uh, I mean, would their colors stay the same? I well, wonder. No, here's the thing, Connor. When the Cleveland when Cleveland changed their names to the Guardians, 
they're just keeping the same colors, which is smart because they right. don't spend money redoing their colors, right? Right. Yeah. You think Washington's going to change their name to anything that has like crazy other colors? No, they're going to keep the same colors. Well, I, I mean, would, well, I would think not, but um, but the colors were kind of specific, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Like the, that's to put it that's to put it put it politely, of course, mm-hmm. but um. But they were kind of specific to the to the name, and uh, so 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 were the Cleveland colors too. But they're keeping uh, the colors. Yeah, I I can get that. I mean, as a not to go into the weeds here, but as a team owner or whatever, you don't want to spend money changing colors of something if you don't have to. So you're better off changing the name and keeping the colors. Even when teams do rebrands and things. They keep the same name, but they keep and they keep the same colors. They just do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So Washington will do the same thing. I'm sure as the Indian or as Cleveland did with changing colors and, you know, or not changing colors, but changing names, but not changing colors. You know, that's the way it goes. So, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Huh. Well, yeah. Um, okay. We're moving on to uh, August 25th uh, when Oh, this is a good one. 1976, the, the original kick season. Uh, the kicks win the conference championship match against the match against the San Jose Earthquakes 3-1 and advance to the soccer bowl in soccer 1976. Bowl. The soccer bowl. See, you know why it was called the soccer bowl, right? Of course I do. Yeah, because because it was soccer in a bowl. Well, like a, a big bowl that is called the stadium. Super Bowl. It was yeah. going trying to go off Americanized football, Super Bowl, soccer bowl whatever mls cup doesn't have the same you know right not, not back to it not back no. then it didn't yeah well yeah we're, we're always trying to make things about uh, nfl football and you know baseball that type of stuff now we've decided that we are too good for that we're going to make our names based off of what european soccer does right which is fine well, i have no fine. problems with that and only about uh, half the teams are doing that nowadays. You know, like you've got uh, you've got teams like Minnesota United who are ma- who are modeling themselves, let's say, after Manchester United or yeah. Newcastle United. Yeah. Then you've got teams like Houston Dynamo, where it's uh, it's a city and a team name. Yeah, so it's nice. Well, I think yeah, it's nice. It, it is. It's 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 a combo platter. When MLS first started, remember all those teams were like crazy names, right? It was like. Right. And the crazy, Kansas City Wizards, the crazy outfits they had, and the, yeah. the, the, the coloring, and the, 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 the let's make this popular for all the people in America. Da, 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 da. And then MLS figured out, like, well, there's a lot of people who like soccer in the United States who love European soccer, especially uh, the Premier League and that type of stuff. Yeah, let's let's tone it down. Let's get it to that type. And guess what? It's worked. It is, yeah. yeah. It's working. It one hundred percent has. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to August twenty sixth, nineteen eighty one, uh, in the second leg of the first round playoff, um, in the first in the first round playoff round, uh, the kicks win a shootout against the Tulsa Roughnecks after playing to a nil nil draw, and they win the series two nil nice. that day. So they move on to the next playoff round. I, I, don't, I don't know. The kicks weren't that great in 1981, so I don't know how they made the playoffs. So I, I remember that game. I was two. I watched. I'm just kidding. I didn't. Watch <laughs> uh, no, I. You know, I remember uh, 
the whole thing with doing these playoffs and and the, the, the what what did we call it back then? It wasn't. It was a you play three games, right? And um, a series, a series type of deal, right? Yeah. And MLS did, didn't MLS do this for a while, where you did that. You played a series well, they, they, type of thing. They did like a, a home leg and away leg, like the Champions yeah. League does, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now we've decided that that's not good for for ratings. It just isn't, you know, because nobody yeah. really wants to watch like two games and then really if the if you lose a second game but you lose by one goal and they won you still lose I mean, it, it's just it's complicated we don't like america does not like complicated stuff right Connor? I mean, right. we don't like complications we just like to right. winners and losers that's it a lot, combined with the interest in being different from the world as well i yeah, think exactly uh, right. Right. yeah uh, where was I? We're going to August. We're going to go into August 27th now when um, in 1980, we'll do 1980 here. Uh, when the kicks lose the first leg of the conference quarterfinal playoffs re- playoff round against the Dallas tornado one nil, and they go down one nil in the series. That works. See? Yeah. Tornadoes, Dallas tornadoes land works. in Texas a lot. You know? Yeah. I mean, that, that works. I, I have to, it's, stop you there i have to go with the um minnesota uh gold light at 3.9 percent now because that 10 percent oh really, yeah really kicked my ass i mean i tell you <laughs> yeah you know, I, I, had, I can imagine and i had a couple beers at your your diaper kegger yesterday and i came home and had some taco bell and then i drank some more last night so ah there you go <laughs> This is Taco Bell is usually a pretty good cure for 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 tipsiness. I would say it is, and then you, yeah. but you drink more after that, you know. And then yeah. the problem is, I got out of my arcade machine and started playing like RoboCop and sort of like that. And I was just like, eh. yeah, it was all, it was all, it was all. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are going to move on to where was I? We're going to do August twenty eighth and. Uh, give me just a moment here. Which one should I go with here? Okay, we're going to go with 1976. Uh, and it is the Soccer Bowl this time. Unfortunately, the kicks lost uh, oh. to uh, 3-0 to Toronto's Metro, Toronto Metro's Croatia. What? That, that? Yeah. I, I'm going to need I'm gonna need someone to, to bless me because apparently I just sneezed. Um, Toronto's Metro Croatia? Tor- Toronto Metro's Croatia, Tor- Toronto Metro's Croatia. Now, that's a just a long name, eh? Do we know the history behind why they named that? So, the, I think they were owned by a Croatian team, okay, or like right. a Croatia. I, I, right. I, I'm not too sure. I, I know because I've I've heard of the team before. Um, hmm. I never really looked into them though. Um, we talked about this before. I think um, we have. Yeah. Um, it's just that it's just like, just name them Toronto Metro. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, ter- Toronto Metro's Croatia is currently the Toronto Blizzard. Um, or and, and actually, actually, they were they turned into the to the Blizzard and then they folded in 1984. Oh. Um, Toronto Metro's Croatia. Fifty uh, percent of the team was uh, was purchased for two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars by the Toronto Croatia of the National Soccer League. Okay. So they were the Toronto Metros in 1971 when they first joined. Then they were per- half of the team was purchased by Toronto Croatia. Um, 
and they became the Toronto Metro's Croatia. Uh, Toronto, Croatia were founded in 1956, and I think they're still around. Yeah, they're still around. Um, They, um, yeah, Toronto, Croatia, they are owned by a Croatian, founded by the Croatian diaspora in Toronto, which I don't, what's a, I don't know what the diaspora, I mean, it's probably just a, uh, an, it's, I think it's an ethnic group or something sure, like that. Sure. Um, I mean, what do you think the going price was to buy in a half of a team back in the seventies for a soccer team? Like we think like 25,000 bucks. Well, they, like, they, 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 they said that it was, it was $250,000. What? Yeah. Back in the seventies, that's two fifty. In 1975, it Holy was uh, 50% of the team was purchased for 250 K. Damn, that's still expensive. Holy yeah, shit. That's pretty expensive. But like uh think about it. As I mean, as far as teams go for purchase nowadays, I wonder how much uh, do you remember how much uh the Wilf spot uh the Vikings? Oh for? god, I, I wonder it was up in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, we're talking like now with sports teams, Connor, we're talking like close to a billion bucks. For I would th- I would say so, yeah. Which is re- I mean ridiculous, yes, but yeah, not really because of the marketing and the stadiums and the seats and the average. Ugh, good lord, I just yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh lordy. Um, right. yeah, so we're gonna move on here to August 29th, and uh, give me just a moment here. Uh, oh, uh, the August 29th stat I had is actually a Minnesota Thunder stat. Um, nice. When the Minnesota Thunder go away to the Puerto Rico Islanders and they lose 3-1. Well, I mean, they probably having a good time in Puerto Rico and they couldn't come to the yeah. game and be like... Where, where is Ramon Abila in that game? He would have wanted a vacation. <laughs> there. That's not... Uh, <laughs> I wonder what he's going to help. I wonder what Ramon Abila is going to do on his two-week break. That is That's a question. good question. Maybe he'll, he'll fly to like Bora Bora or something. You know, but the guy's yeah. just like a party animal. He just like yeah, wants to he go really party is. and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're, and now we are going to go to today, which is August 30th, um, when the when United go away to the San Antonio Scorpions and win 3-2 in, nice. 2003, in 2013. Here. Scorpions work, San Antonio. Scorpions. That's yeah. That's fine. That's fair. It's fine. I'm all right with that. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, giddy up, Connor. Some good yeah. history there. Um, I have one funny story to talk about. I wanted to talk about another one, but I couldn't find the actual story on it. I'll find it. We'll talk about it another date. Maybe when Dave's here, because but talk about. <laughs> Dave will have lots to say about it, I think. I talk about the story I was going to talk about, Connor. Dave's going to have a lot to say about that story, let me tell you. Yep. Um, This is actually a Wisconsin story. Oh, where in Wisconsin? Uh, I I don't know. Marshfield. Oh, yeah, Um, Marshfield. uh, A visitor to a McDonald's drive-thru in Wisconsin captured video of an unusual sight, a cow riding in the backseat of another car. Cow? Jessica Nelson oh. posted a video on Facebook. So she was in line at drive through of the Marshfield Eatery when she spotted what initially she thought was a fake cow in the backseat of another car. 
Nelson said she got her phone out to record the video when she noticed the cow was moving and was very much real. No one seemed as to be as interested as I was. I was the only one with my phone out. The cow turned out to belong to a man named Bernie, who said he had just purchased the animal from a fair and was making a pit stop for food on the way home. Nelson was shocked to learn that the cow she saw was only one of three calves inside the vehicle at the time. So it was it was a baby calf then. Yeah, but this guy. So here's the deal. This this I don't know if this happens in Wisconsin a lot. Connor, do you know? If it happens, I, I, I've never lived in Wisconsin, so I, I well, will. I am happy to distance myself on on this. Yeah. On this certain now, if Sterling, was, here. if Sterling was still on the podcast, he could tell us because he, right. he's from Wisconsin. But suppose this guy bought these calves from a fair and decided to bring them home in the back of his car. It looks like a like a Chevy Lumina type of vehicle here. Uh, he doesn't have a truck. It's just that, and he put it in the back of the seat of his car. Now. Is that legal, A, and B, maybe we should, like, make accommodations for the cows to be transported at another time in a respectable vehicle? I don't. In this modern day and age, I would think so. Know you know why you would need to have cows in the backseat of your car. And let me tell you, I know cows poop a lot and pee a lot. Yeah. So the backseat of this car is probably a. It's a porta potty at this point. It is, oh, definitely, it especially a baby one yeah, who three, hasn't. Three of them. Three of them. Three of them. Yeah, three of them back there. God. Now, well, yeah, you would think. Yeah, I, um, first of all, if if anybody knows uh, what how big a Chevy Lumina is, that I'm amazed that uh, I'm I'm amazed that he didn't uh, that he he managed to fit all three of them back there in the first place. I have. That- it's a bigger Chevy. Maybe it'd be Illumina, but it's a it's an older style Chevy, I think. Oh, okay. Now, okay. here's the thing: I've won goldfish at a fair before, and I brought them home in my car. That's a goldfish, though. I've never won a, a calf at a fair and brought it home in my car because I wouldn't even think of doing such a thing, right? Right. Would you? Yeah. I mean, no, of course not. No, it's, no. I mean, I mean it's it, it it is backwoods Wisconsin, though. It, I, I like I, I again. I've never lived there before, so it's it's backwards. Wisconsin. For those of you who are wondering where where Marshfield is, it's it's just uh, kind of in between where right in between Eau Claire and Appleton mm. over there. Kind of just um maybe just a little bit south of Wausau. Uh, well, but my question is: Does this happen a lot? Do 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 people go to these fairs and purchase calves at these fairs? And then just take them home in their in their family vehicles. And again, I could see maybe if you had like a van, you know, maybe a van would you transport? You could take the calf home yeah. in the van. Yeah, the backseat of a car. I mean, I mean, why don't First you just of, wait for transportation to be agreed? You know, maybe. what if you get in an accident? There are no seatbelts for calves back there. No, and the other thing too is. He's obviously taking these cows to his farm for purposes of it, milk or dairy or whatever he's doing with them, right? Right. Why take the chance in the back of your Chevy Lumina or where the frick it is? Why take that chance? And why? And we're missing a very big point here, Connor. We stop at a McDonald's on the way, yeah. probably to eat a burger in front of these calves. 
these calves are probably hungry like they always are. Well, but you're eating a burger oh. in front of these calves. Yeah. Ooh, that you're was ordering, my uncle. You're ordering, you're ordering. If you're going to stop somewhere with the calves, why don't you stop at the KFC? You know, maybe. Yeah, KFC. at least they're, at least those are chicken. You maybe, know? you know, maybe uh, like a seafood place. Go to like, go to like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Get, well, get a, go to Jimmy John's and get a lettuce wrap or something. Don't stop. Don't stop McDonald's. I mean, for pizza, Uh, hopefully he ordered chicken nuggets because if he ordered anything with beef in it, that's just, that's terrible. That's wrong. That's, that's torture. Yeah. These calves. Because these calves are just like, what the, do you know who we are, man? Well, and I've, have you, you've of course driven, driven with, uh, Henry in your car, right? Right. I yeah. Mean, but Henry is 12 pounds. Yeah. And I've driven with Draco in my car and he's like, yeah. you know, 16 pounds. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it's tough to deal with dogs in a drive through, let alone three calves in the back of your car yeah. in a drive through. I mean, how do you deal with that? Do you think that McDonald's gave him an ice cream cone? Because they give Drake, they'll, they'll offer Drake an ice cream cone. Like a pup cup or, or, or a, a pup, yeah, pup cup or yeah. a, a cow cone or something? A cow, a cow cone. A yeah. cow cup, a cow know? cup, a cow cone, you know, a cow cone, uh, something like yeah. that. Do you think they offered the 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 uh, the calves maybe a cow cone? I don't know. Maybe they had a little bit of milk that they could drink. Um, maybe. I don't yeah, know. they offered them, or there's some uh, some water or something. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But again, <laughs> at this point, I have no words. So, it's, it, it's, so that's so, unlike anything I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. If Bernie's out there, Bernie. Come on, dude. Let's yeah. let's think things through a little bit. Let's have some common sense. Next time I pass through Marshfield, Bernie, I better mm-hmm. not see no cows and no back seats. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, what's next? Use your you common bring, sense here. Bernie, have a goat in the back seat, maybe. And, uh, yeah. You know, some chickens back. There? I don't know. It, it's, there's it, a there's a comedian in uh, in Wisconsin called Charlie Barons um, mm-hmm. who. Who does very Wisconsin homeland uh, a comedy there? Mm-hmm. He does a, a very good kind of northern Wisconsinite accent and mm-hmm. just talks about his his hometown. I wonder if this ever made his headlines because oh, if, sure if not, then then he should. He could make he could make a lot of material out of this. Well, here and before you go, Bernie, you obviously own a farm. You don't have a truck. You take these events. Because a truck would make more sense to haul calves and things than a car. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just and living saying. in backwoods of Wisconsin, I would think that there would be an option of borrowing somebody's truck. Well, I'm, but I'm sure Bernie has a truck, but he was yeah. going to the fair, so he decided to take the car. And this deal for these calves but, was too good to be true. This this deal. That's what I'm. Calves. That's what I was wondering. Now, was well, too good to be like, true. Yeah. Do you think Bernie won these calves at a bingo? I mean, these state fair or county fairs have a lot of bingos. Maybe there was a bingo for three calves. I don't know. There were maybe but, there was a, a loot crate type of thing over there, and they they were giving away a crate of cows. Maybe I don't know. On un, 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 an unpacking video, they have like a big package of. Hey, yeah. look, there's a fucking calves in here. A yeah, giant yeah. box yeah, yeah. with yeah, yeah, with a couple holes par- par- poked in the Connor, poked in the top. We are not inhuman, you know. You shouldn't be saying this on this podcast because you might have given somebody an idea to do this. 
for money at some point. I, I claim I claim no responsibility for anybody else's actions here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will I will not I will not back up I, I will not support anyone who let, let's let, let's just say do as I no don't do as I say do not do as I say the, I'm uh, saying it but don't do it yeah basically yeah well it'd be you know it wouldn't be called loot crate Connor it'd be called moo crate good night everybody oh, good night everybody good night i'm out come there on, he is on, tony's tony pervenanzi retiring right that's there right, that's right that's right yeah um yeah so on that note <laughs> we'll get out of here um, <laughs> we're off for a week guys um hopefully in two weeks dave will be back on the show if he's not he'll be back on the next show because he will definitely be back in town for our next podcast yeah um, i think he's his day that well, his original day was September 15th that so he was supposed to be back. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. But uh, but we'll see if that happens because he does. He, we do. He does think that there's a chance he'll be coming home early. Yeah, I think so. And uh, we uh, I've uh, looked into some things. Uh, hopefully numbers, COVID numbers are going down in the near future. Uh, when they do go down, we will definitely get back out to a brewery at some point. Yeah. Um, I miss doing those brewery casts. Yeah. Uh, it's not as COVID and some other technical things we have to work on, Yeah, but, um, yeah, hopefully we can get back out there. Uh, but, uh, before we get out of here, loons one. So you gotta know going to the break. Good. You got the three points, which is what counts. Um, still got a ways to go. Mm Hmm. But uh, yeah, just get the three points. That's right. Uh, before, no, really, before we got here, I do, I I still have to do these uh, these sponsorship things though. For Pete's sakes, I, I always wonder why I still do them when BGN hasn't gotten back to us. That's right. About this yeah. stuff. I'm still going to do it because at some yeah. point I think they might. Uh, I mean, they actually, keep re- they keep retweeting us. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think I'm actually pay for some of this stuff, but uh, let's see. I want to say thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, which is a scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. For myself, Tony, for Connor, and for Dave in China, we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Yeah. See you guys. Yeah.